Hey everyone and welcome to the HS Health Tech Podcast where we talk about everything healthcare and technology. I'm your host, James Somru, and this is your weekly Sunday session. So I hope you've all had a wonderful week. I gave a talk at St George's Medical School last week on how to get into health tech, how to start a business in health tech, but also to figure out whether it's actually right for you. And that was ultimately the message. So I guess at risk of sounding a bit too much like Gary Vaynerchuk, try loads of things out and do what you love. I would just make health tech one of those things, particularly if you're a medic in medicine uh, or doing anything to do with biomedical sciences, definitely check out health tech. I guess my message here was that you don't have to take any huge risks or leave any job. I think that's a fallacy that's particularly in the medical world that means that you can't really get involved in this stuff unless you're starting a billion dollar company or unless you're you know, quitting to go and join a health tech startup. It's not the case. So I spoke to these guys in St. George's about my journey. I started as a doctor and then did quality improvement projects, which for those of you that aren't medics are basically where you find a problem to fix in the hospital that isn't a patient. So you fix something to do with the system. But I was then interested in the finance behind it. So I started convincing people to change things on that on that greater scale. So I shadowed hospital finance directors and CEOs and basically learned how to write this thing called a business case, which I'm sure I'm preaching to the converted here, how you actually get things done. So I realized that they were super powerful and then started talking to tech companies to solve the problems that I'd found. I then had a business case around it, so I had some budget and then all of a sudden started to really carve this path for myself. So no major risks in there, just followed what I enjoyed and it led me to where I am now. And another point to emphasize here is that you don't have to build a billion dollar company to make a difference. You can do a quality improvement project in a hospital, in a GP practice for a patient and solve a a very local problem in a very local way. That is okay. However, you also should not apologize if you're motivated to build a billion dollar health tech company either. It's one of those things I talk about on this podcast a lot ambition and the likes of Babylon's you know valued at over two billion now that ambition in health tech with the ability to execute is rare and so do not apologize if you've got the ambition to do that and solve those problems at an absolutely enormous scale and if you are that motivated if you do have the ability to execute if all that stuff's proven if you're on the way to doing that then I definitely want to hear from you to get in touch And so this week, I've also got some short, sharp bonus content for you. And you're going to hear from Valentin Tablan, who's SVP for Artificial Intelligence at IESO Digital Health. I think I said at the time, you know, what a job title that is. Anyway, so IESO Digital Health, they deliver online CBT, so cognitive behavioral therapy for people experiencing common mental health issues. And so this was back in episode 34, and after recording with Valentin, I ended up asking him a few different bits, starting with his advice for early stage startups using the phrase AI in their pitch decks. And particularly, as you know, if it's smart money, you're going to end up undergoing some technical due diligence at some point. And so I asked for Valentin's thoughts on how those early stage entrepreneurs are using the phrase AI. 
the advice I would give entrepreneurs looking to use AI in a, in a healthcare business proposition is that they um, they really should make a bit of progress before they uh, go in front of investors. I would say probably nine out of ten pitches today mention the word AI, and uh, for credibility you need to have a bit more than just the word on your slides. You have have some results, have some very early investigations that give you the credibility that you're actually doing AI rather than just talking about it. I think uh, what you need to show as, as an early piece of progress is some form of, um, of a model, if we're talking about AI, that uh, solves an actual useful problem, a problem that has clinical relevance. Even if your results are very early and they're not amazing, at least you've understood the problem, you know you can, can talk about it, and you've shown that AI has something to contribute to that particular problem. So there you go, don't just say that you do AI. Make some progress, have a model, and ideally have a few results. So here's what Valentin had to say about getting data sets too. If you're looking to to get started with AI and you're, you're in need of a data set, it's probably really useful to have a look at Kaggle, which is a, uh, a site that uh, runs some various um, competitions on AI. So some of those data sets are related to, to healthcare. Uh, getting one that's uh, focused on your particular application domain may be difficult and you may need to partner with um, either an academic um, institution or some uh, clinical institution. Yeah, I love that. Some real actionable advice, particularly for those of you looking for data sets. So I hope you enjoyed last week's episode too, and that was with Vivian Parry, the presenter of the iconic BBC programme Tomorrow's World back in the 90s. She now writes for The Guardian, covers health tech on a radio show. She's got a role at Genomics England. She, you know, frankly, has got a load of hilarious stories. So definitely check out last week's episode if you haven't already. And tune in this Thursday when we'll be dropping a brand new episode. And my guest on that one is Mark Livingston, who's been the CEO of the food company Grays, the media company Love Film, which you might remember. And now he's the CEO of health tech company Pharmacy to You. So I will see you on Thursday for that.